This is an RNZ podcast. The cancellation of that commemorative service in Christchurch was, of course, not the only bold call that was made yesterday to try and hold back the spread of COVID-19 coronavirus. As of midnight Sunday, every person entering New Zealand, including returning New Zealand citizens and residents, will be required to enter self-isolation for 14 days. Everybody. The Pacific are exempted from this measure. They are the only ones. Many political pundits applauded the PM's go-hard and go-early message there after days of urging her in the media to take more active measures. But while the Prime Minister was telling the media what the government will do on Saturday, the previous Sunday she'd been telling people what they ought to do about coronavirus, along with two experts and a Facebook Live video on her own feed. Kia ora everyone. We're seeing lots of feedback and questions coming through on social media about COVID-19. And there's been lots of research and evidence out there, including this report from the World Health Organization about specifically COVID-19. But no one expects you to read that. So today, to help us share a little bit of information, uh, I have um, the Chief Science Advisor, Juliet Gerard, and also Michelle Dickinson, also well known as Nano Girl. And both of them are going to help me answer some questions I've been seeing from you. Now that video has been viewed 1.2 million times in the week that it's been online and it probably won't be the last time in this emergency that the Prime Minister uses that particular tool. In a press conference on Friday attended by international reporters here for the March 15th anniversary, she said this about the power of social media. We live in a world now, of course, where this is our new form of publisher. These are our new broadcasters. And lately... The old ones haven't always helped when it comes to COVID-19 facts. The public panic is almost as contagious as the virus itself. As cases spread, so too does the fear and anxiety, only amplified as we see the news headlines about events being cancelled and iconic locations shut down. So should we be adopting the famous World War II motto, keep calm and carry on, or do we have a right to panic? That was how the morning show on Australia's Channel 7 opened on Friday with a pointless rhetorical question which didn't help the viewers at all. And neither did the on-screen caption with the weak pun, keep calm and corona on. But they did have a medical expert in their studio who was making sense. A lot of that anxiety comes from not really having enough information to know what to do. You know, this is a new disease. It's only been around for a few months and we just don't know that much about it. And so lack of information breeds fear and anxiety and and people get upset and, and that's entirely reasonable position to be in. What that doesn't need to do is spill over into panic, you know, and we're, we're humans, we don't always behave rationally, and we saw that last week playing yeah. out with people panic buying things. Yeah. Indeed, the whole world online saw the images and videos of people fighting over toilet rolls in Sydney supermarkets. Professor Darren Saunders said that this was a consequence of what he called information underload, a shortage of solid info about the risks among many hours and pages of media coverage and millions of social media posts. And the same could be said at times of some in the media here. There has been a lot of fuss made about it, a lot of hysteria, a lot of beat up. I think media's got a little bit to answer for oh, that. I agree. Mark, ah. Mark, Mark's been Have you been talking ah. to Mark Richardson? Are we on, on the same? Oh, should yeah. we just swap seats? Yeah. Count it, brother. Idiots. Former New Zealander of the Year Dr. Lance O'Sullivan on Three's AM show back on the 28th of January, getting a big thumbs up from the host Mark Richardson. But on the 28th of February, Dr. O'Sullivan was back on the show saying this. I think New Zealand, New Zealand wants leaders that um, are prepared to say, look, hey, we got it wrong. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, and 
uh, maybe this is in this situation we are dealing with something that's a bit more serious than what uh, on first appearances. Mm. And so <clears throat> there'll be people like Mark out there who say that no, this is still just a, a big you know a, a hype thing. Which I you know look I I thought and I wrote articles and so did Dr. Freeman here because I think the reaction is still actually you know we're ripping our share markets apart, we're yeah. ripping our economy apart. Um, I think prematurely. And two weeks after that, it's not us ripping up the share market, it's global forces. Last weekend, the show's host, Duncan Garner, told his viewers this. We went ape when we should have been calm. We screamed, help, when we should have jogged on. Fear doesn't do anyone any favours. And not giving in to fear is a good message at this time. But just seconds earlier, Duncan Garner had told AM show viewers this. We appear to be watching economies like ours being chucked on the international bonfire. Uh, This won't be pretty. A potential collapse of this international world order is at stake. The conclusion to that rather confused opinion piece was that the self-isolation practised by Kiwis probably wasn't going to help. 9,000 New Zealanders on this enforced two-week holiday. Now, I'd hate it. Shut off from the world, no contact with people, I'd be skating the walls. But isolating Duncan Garner from a TV studio for a bit might be in the best interests of his viewers when it comes to COVID-19. At talk radio station News Talk ZB, some of their hosts have been telling listeners about the dangers of New Zealand overreacting. A fortnight ago, for example, the morning host Kerry McIver said she'd happily fly to London for a break with no fear of contracting coronavirus. And ZB used that comment in trailers promoting her show. And in the promos this past Friday, she was saying this. Looking at the effect on international travel, on tourism operations around the world, I'm hazarding a guess that it's the reaction to this latest virus that will cause the most damage rather than the virus itself. It, it does feel Armageddon-ish for some people. Sport's been greatly affected by coronavirus and it has affected the Black Caps in Sydney. Now we're talking News Talk ZB. And just moments after that aired on ZB, the drive host Heather Duplessy-Allen called the station's leading sportscaster Martin Devlin, who was alarmed about why so many sports events were being shut down. I mean, how ridiculous does it get? You know, the Piha thing, for example. Look, maybe I'm just an idiot, but I don't understand. What what are we all afraid of? That one person in a crowd has it, and therefore they may infect somebody else. Well, that is the very reason that these extreme measures are being taken. That is the very reason that these extreme measures are being taken. Martin Devlin fretted about how he was going to cover three hours of sport in his show on Saturday and Sunday. Meanwhile, Sky Sport now has the same problem for its channels around the clock, and Spark Sport couldn't offer its subscribers anything from the Melbourne Grand Prix this weekend. And that's just the beginning of the disruption to top sport and for the media which rely on it. Likewise, for the travel industry, a huge source of ad revenue for the media. Newspaper sales staff will be terrified about losing full-page ads for cruisers, which practically prop up some editions of the papers these days. And it's no coincidence that both major newspaper publishers this week announced big campaigns promoting taking a break here in New Zealand. Now, at times of crisis, the demand for sound media coverage surges at the very time when providing it becomes harder and sometimes riskier than ever. And as more becomes known about this virus and how and where it's spreading, we'll really need bona fide media coverage to reverse that information underload and counteract the fact-free stuff that'll be flowing freely through people's social media feeds and by word of mouth. Right now, the nation's editors are making plans for how they can carry on news reporting at a time when some reporters will no longer have access all areas and some reporters might not be able to work themselves for one reason or another. It's early days yet, but this pandemic 
when it's passed, may well have changed our media industry in ways that no one can yet predict. Well, that's all we have for you from the Media Watch team for this weekend, but we'll be back again with more on the media at about 10.30 next Wednesday night with Midweek Media Watch on The Lately Show with Karen Hay, and then back again for Media Watch at the same time next weekend here on RNZ National.